Hey, welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcasts. Today, and actually for the next five episodes, I am super pumped to bring you my friend, Aaron Antroinen, who is talking to us all about uh, a tool that I really love to use both in my personal life and my business, and that is the DISC personality and behavioral assessment. Um, we're going to go really deep in this episode on what DISC is, the information it gives you, how you can use it. But I want to talk a little bit about Erin first because she is she's just a phenomenal woman. She has spent the past 17 years educating and empowering leaders. She is a guide who helps you confidently lead yourself, lean into your strengths, and be the most confident version of yourself to stand in your power. During the pandemic, Erin saw an even deeper need to help women as she went through her own metamorphosis. Uh, Through a chronic health struggle to losing her dad and her mom's extreme sudden decline with a rare form of dementia and Parkinson's disease, it was really her own personal breakthrough where she learned the tools, tips, tricks to help you own what she calls the warrior within. Erin developed a quiz that is going to give you the cheat code to your life. Uh, It's literally exactly what you've been looking for to drop burnout, shame, frustration, stress, all of the garbage, and it'll have you leaning into increased productivity with more money, more fun, more alignment, more peace, and just really a deeper understanding of both yourself and others. And we will link that in the show notes. So no matter the pressure or pivot that life throws at you, this conversation and these next five conversations really are going to have you stepping into your next best yes, intuitively, confidently, powerfully. So without any more waiting, here's my conversation with Erin on DISC personalities. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, Every week, I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Erin, thank you so much for joining me today. I love everything that you do, and I'm really excited to learn from you, but before we dive in, Um, Why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about you and your background and how you got to this point of using DISC in your business? All right, cool. Um, Thank you first for having me. Um, I, gosh, I don't even know where to start. I was thinking about this and 
back in, um, I'm going to make a long story short. So, um, in 2011, um, I was fresh out of an abusive relationship. I was, I, I was in, I, I was a network marketing leader for about 17 years. Um, and I had this very pivotal moment, you know, those moments in time where you just know that this is a moment that I'm going to look back on and it's going to be a pivotal moment in your life. And I remember going grocery shopping very soon after, um, me and my ex split up and I, my mom took me, I was just not in a good headspace. And I remember standing in the aisle, the cereal aisle, and I was looking around and I didn't know what type of cereal that I liked. I was so, um, just questioning myself. And what it was, was that I didn't know who I was, right? Like I had been living for somebody else for so long. Um, and very, almost the very next week, I actually was at a networking meeting and I met a coach who did DISC and did uh, DISC assessments and coaching with it. And everything that he said, I was struggling in my business. I, I was like, if I can't even pick what cereal I like, what makes me think that I can lead a group of a hundred plus women on my network marketing team? Like I spiraled that deep in my life. And so, so um, what happened was, is I decided to take the assessment and through working through that, understanding who I was, what my behavior patterns were, um, all of that through DISC, I literally went from a struggling entrepreneur to making six figures in the next six months. And what really happened then over the, the following years was just, I began to take DISC in and bring it into my business, use it to help coach and train my leaders. I got certified. Um, and then life happened in 2017 I was um walking down at a at a uh uh what is it called a um oh my gosh my mind is blank <laughs> Um, a conference. I was at a conference and I was walking down the hallway and all of a sudden I couldn't stand up. Um, I couldn't walk. I couldn't stand. Um, it turned out that I had toxic black mold poisoning and I was unable to do anything. And at this time, I literally, I couldn't drive for a year. I was on a cane for a year um, because it had damaged my nervous system so bad. I couldn't walk into a grocery store. I couldn't go anywhere because just I was overstimulated. My nervous system couldn't handle anything sensory. And, um, and in this season as well, as I was on bed rest, my mentor and who he became actually one of my very best friends, he died suddenly, um, of a heart attack in his sleep. And so I put down disc, I put down my business because I was like really struggling in my health. I did as good as I could, but it just wasn't, you know, meeting the mark that I really wanted to meet. And as a high D, which you will learn later is a very high, uh, achievement type personality style. It was a bruise to my ego. <laughs> and so at, at that time, I just made a decision that I needed to take a step back and work on me, work on healing. Um, my dad at the time had been struggling with cancer off and on, um, and he became suddenly ill. At, and uh, we, he actually was given just about a month to live. Um, so we got to spend three weeks with him on hospice. And at the same time, like this sounds really dramatic. I'm just going to like warn you. Um, at this very same week he came home, my mom was diagnosed with advanced to late stage dementia and a rare form of Parkinson's. Um, and so it was just like, I didn't even know how to move forward in my business, let alone in my life. Um, thank God I had gotten to the point in my life where my health was better. It took about three or four years to like really recover from that. Um, and so in like 2019, I really decided to then 
step in and be my mom's full-time caretaker. And um, which is a lot. If you've ever cared for anybody that has dementia or Parkinson's, it's a full-time gig. And unfortunately she has declined rather rapidly, but I'm so grateful for the time that I had with my family. But when, when you go through something traumatic and a shock to the system like that, you start questioning everything, right? Like you start going like, what's my purpose? What am I here for? Who am I meant to impact? Um, you know, along with so many other things that happen, but we'll stick to the positive side of everything. Um, and I just, all of a sudden I started remembering, Aaron, you really love DISC. You really love helping people to uncover what makes them tick, what their behavior patterns are, what, um, who they are. And, and it became almost a legacy thing because my mentor died. Um, my, my dad died. And then my mom was uh, getting, she was in her process. I mean, she's on hospice now. So it's been about a year and a half, uh, that I've been her primary caretaker, but, um, you know, really seeking for what God has for me and what that deeper and next level was. And so I got recertified in the middle of taking care of mom and moving homes and, um, doing all of that and, um, started a business and have really been digging in and helping women and leaders to overcome the things that are holding them back. I find a lot of leaders are looking on the outside for what they, uh, need to change. They want to take another course. They need to learn another skill. But a lot of times it's it's the simple thing of looking inside, which seems really scary, but it actually isn't scary at all. It is it is the best thing that you can do to take the next best step for what you're doing in your business. A lot of times that's exactly what we need to do and not learn another skill, even though that's important. But, uh -huh. you know, there's something to be said about that awareness and self-improvement and all of those things. Um, and so, yeah, so that really became my passion. And I really think that I like if I can, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have any children, but if I can do all of this in the middle of all of that, I feel like no matter what your life circumstances, I can teach you how to own your skills and to become the best version of you. And knowing that you already have, and you already are everything you need to be successful. You just have to bring that out of you. Right. So you had like trauma after trauma, after trauma compounded. And that's a one trauma is a lot. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't deal with everything compounding in such a, a short time frame as you had. And correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing from you is like you really credit this tool, this disc assessment, and knowing yourself with being able to not just pull yourself up by the bootstraps, but like to work and walk through everything that life handed you. Uh, correct. I, there, there are other things that I did as well, but I believe that it is, it's one of the main things because it's a behavior assessment tool. It's behavior science. When you know how you behave, you know what your habits are. It becomes an, you can actually predict how you will behave in certain circumstances. And so it cuts your learning curve in half. You're not reading every book, learning how to be more productive and how to do all these things. All of a sudden, you know, you have the cheat code to your own life all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And that right there is exactly why in my signature program, I teach a, a triad. Know yourself is the first part of that triad, because if you don't know yourself, like, how can you figure out what your vision is or how can you yeah. lead other people if you don't know who the heck you 
are. Yeah. Because if not, you're stepping into every room going, who do I need to be here? You're mm-hmm. going, who do I, how do I need to show up here instead of standing in your own authentic power? You're always, you're never going to be your best trying to be who you think other people need you to be. Like you have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to what you said about DISC being a behavioral assessment. So can you kind of talk for a minute? You know, we talk or you see on social media, this personality assessment, this personality assessment, you know, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, human design, DISC, all of it. What makes DISC different than all the other things? Yeah, that's a really great question um, because it is the, the, like human design and Enneagram, like there's all these and not they're all valuable, right? I think every test has its own value. Um, what specifically DISC does and the assessment that I specifically do is that it helps you to identify what your ideal behavior patterns are. It helps you to understand how do you adapt in certain situations, meaning like when you feel like you're under pressure pressure or under stress, like how does your behavior change? Um, You can then identify what your motivators are. Um, I help you to identify like what your, how do you problem solve? How do you make decisions? Uh, The part of this assessment actually dives deep into your subconscious mind and how you actually process information and what literal blind spots you have in your life. Like it's not theoretical. It's not like maybe this is it, or do you identify? is this. This is an actual assessment that is proven that helps you to identify. It's a science, like it's a behavioral science um, in, in helping you to identify. And your behavior pattern should not change that much over your lifetime. So a lot of it, you know, you see your um, uh, different assessments and stuff, things may shift. Now, some of the aspects of the assessment may change. Um, and especially if you're not operating in who you actually are. So when I first took the assessment, mm-hmm. I was trying to be something I needed to be. And so I showed up different, right? Because a behavior style, all that literally means is how are you showing up in the world? How is the world seeing you, perceiving you and all of that stuff? And so then what happens is, is when I actually went through this whole awareness journey and figured out who I actually was and stood in my power, like then my uh, assessment flipped and it was because now I'm authentically who I actually am. I love that you say that. So I did this experiment. I was first introduced to to DISC back when I was a network marketing leader. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would do the assessment and I would get this answer and I was like this answer it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And so I did this experiment where I same exact assessment, took the assessment like after my weekly meeting and I got one answer. Mm-hmm. And then I took the assessment when I was in my army uniform with my soldiers, like doing my army thing. And I got a different answer. And then I took the same exact assessment when I was sitting at home on the couch with my husband and got a third different answer. Yep. And I found myself thinking like, what in the hell is Mm -hmm. wrong with me? Like, do I have multiple personalities? And at the time – I 100% did. Yeah. And none of them were authentic. Yep. None of them were who I who I am. Yeah. And I found that so interesting. And it wasn't until I started to like do this work and really uncover like 
who am I naturally? Like, yeah, my organic matter. What does that just do? Yeah, who am I? That now I can take the assessment, and it doesn't matter where I am. I'm like, I know who I am. Yeah, I know my preferred behavior style. Yeah, I know how I want to show up. I know how I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And this is such an important tool, not just in evaluating yourself, but also in being able to evaluate others in the space that you're in, especially as a leader. Yes. Yes. And I I love that you said that because it's so <sighs> – Gosh, this is the one of my biggest passions is helping people to understand because when you know who you are in every room that you're in, whether with your family, with your business, at your job, like uh, all of those different lanes, then all of a sudden you become conscious to your life and to your relationships. You know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you make faster connections with people because you stop going like, well, what do I need to do here? Um, all of a sudden you can start identifying, okay, I'm feeling stressed, like what's happening. And you can identify that faster. You can understand your triggers faster. You can, um, know exactly. So I call it the swan syndrome, you know, where we look graceful and beautiful on top of the water, but we're paddling like hell underneath. And what happens when you actually know your, your behavior style, you can stop paddling like hell and you can get more done in less time with less energy because you're not trying to do it. Someone else's way, you know, especially in network marketing, right? Like I remember being in network marketing and you just took someone else's system and somebody else's process. And you were like, oh, this must be the way because they're making six figures. They're, you know, doing great on the outside or whatever, but it doesn't work for you because you're not them. So it's like understanding that life is not plug and play, that you have your own blueprint and helping you to figure that out. Perfect. And I know we're going to, I'm super excited to record this with you because we're going to record several episodes. We're going to go deep into each of the four personality styles. But before we before we go there, is there a way and can you explain how without necessarily forcing our teams to take an assessment, right? Because that's not always possible and it's not always feasible in the moment to get that information. How can we identify one, what type we are and two, like based on a conversation, what type someone else might be or what what they lean toward? So that's a really great question. So one of the ways that you can really easily identify people is um, what their behavior patterns are. So when we do these other um, – when you get to hear the other episodes, we're going to go dive deep into what the specific styles are and what their behavior patterns are. So you can easily identify those people. So identifying behavior. Um, The other is what types of questions do they ask? So each personality style has a specific type of question that they ask, and it's easy easy to spot who they are. Um, And I always, so I actually talk about the personality styles in terms of animals. (laughs) I do a lot of training with them in terms of animals because Mm -hmm. that's very tangible. And it becomes very under, you almost see people as like the different animals. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Like you're a gorilla, you're this, you're that. And so understanding like what language they speak. Um, and so, yeah, so there's a couple, those are behavior language, 
Um, and then questions like the things that they actually talk about are going to be the things that you can identify them um, very quickly to be. And these are all assumptions. So remember that unless they take an actual assessment, we don't know for certain. But based on what they're saying, these are cues that we can use to then help us to, to speak more um, specifically to them. Because think about if like you speak Chinese and I speak English and I'm speaking English to you, like you're not going to understand there's a barrier to entry for communication, right? But if I speak Chinese to you, then all of a sudden we're on the same page, we're communicating more effectively. So just if we think about these as languages and we're trying to speak to them differently, speaking to someone in their language, you're going to be more effective. There's going to be less conflict. You're going to get more done in less time. Um, and overall, you're just going to experience more joy in all of your relationships. Okay, Aaron. So this is a tool, obviously, that we can use for ourselves to determine our own behavioral styles. But how can I use this with my team? It's so juicy. <laughs> Um, this became one of my favorite things when I was in network marketing and now teaching other leaders to do this is because once you understand someone's behavior style, you can almost predict their behavior and you can help them to, um, everything that we talked about, how this works for you, you can now teach them to have this work for themselves. Um, mm. it directly impacts the relationship with them, um, your relationship with them. Um, and what happens really is you start to create an appreciation for other personality styles. You know, I don't know if and you've experienced this where you are on a team or at your workplace and you're just like, this person drives me crazy. No, <laughs> and- never, never at all. <laughs> never have I experienced that. Definitely not okay. even married. No. <laughs> Right. Right. I was going to say marriage, your children. I mean, everything. Right. So once you understand who they are now, all of a sudden, one of the things I walk my clients through is helping them to go, okay, like, so what do we appreciate, appreciate about this person that you may have seen as difficult to work with? Um, And once you appreciate them better, then it's like, conflict then stops happening or as less often because you're like, oh, this is just how this is their be be a preferred behavior pattern. And so now you know how to talk to that person. So it helps you to develop communication skills. It helps you to build sales skills. So you're giving a custom response, a custom um, experience for your customers. It's not a one size fits all approach anymore. Um, you're able to get greater results with less time. I think we've talked about that a lot. Um, but really just being able to lead more effectively because you're understanding what motivates your team as well as what stresses them out um, and what their triggers are. When you know who they are, you know what their triggers are. So how you talk to one person is not going to be how you talk to the other person. And learning how to do that effectively in a group is a skill, but it can be learned. So that's the good news. I'm so excited to dive in. So if you're interested in learning about the other types or all of the types, tune in for the next couple of episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, 
and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.